Hey everyone, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck and I am so excited you're with us. And by the way, I hope you do hit subscribe and I do hope if you like today, by the way, you will like today, that you hit like. Uh, and if you dislike, we're okay with that too. But here's the thing, I love you're with us, I love you're on. And, and we are in a brand new series we're starting on What's Up with Pastor Chuck and it's What's Up when it comes to relationships. Uh, you know what, God, God wants to have a vibrant, amazing relationship with you. But God on purpose created you to have relationships with other people. And of course, there's not, there's lots of ways we have relationships. We have friendships, uh, there's romantic relationships, uh, there's marriage, uh, there's parenting and children. And we're going to deal with quite a bit of that. Uh, but I wanted to start off today by, by having uh, one of my favorite, favorite people. I talk about her all the time, Lauren Pruce here. And Keanu, you're also one of my favorites. Thanks. But I talk about Lauren way more than you. And uh, Lauren uh, is a singer, songwriter, uh, uh, someone incredibly talented. And uh, her songs are, are born out of, I think, a lot of relationships, right, Lauren? Yes, that's true. That is very true. It is true, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know what? Uh, she she did a song called Fern. And and uh, if you haven't seen the music video for Fern, you got to go on YouTube and see it. And they'd search Lauren Pruce. Yes. P. P-R-E-U-S-S. Okay, P-R-E-U-S-S. Yes. And by the way, it's so artistic and so good. Tracy and I were just talking about how we love, we love this video because it's kind of like, whoa, watch that, you know, and it kind of sucks you in a good way. Uh, but the song itself, I said, Lauren, would you come and do it here live? And that's what I was wanting her to do is to come do it here live. Yeah. What's your inspiration for this song? Oh, man. Um, so a man. <laughs> it is a mannequin. It's about a mannequin. No, I'm just um, sorry, it's playing in my ear right now. It's like the song's playing in my ear right now. Um, so yeah, I was in a relationship and I wanted to write a cute little little love song, and so I did it just about this concept of you know when you're you know when you're young. I don't know. I talked to the guys about this. They're like, no, we never did that. But Tracy might be able to agree with me. I, when I was young and I loved Justin Bieber, I would go to bed and be like please let me dream about Justin Bieber. I just want to see Justin Bieber in my dreams. And it's kind of just like this concept of like, oh, you, you like someone and you want them to be in your dreams. You want to see them in your dreams. And so it's like, um, uh, I was in this dream, but this person isn't there, but everything that reminds me of this person, I see in my dream, but I just can't see him. I don't know why. It's just this like funny... Okay. Concept. Yeah. No, okay. Okay. I was getting super excited. I'm going to derail us a little bit. Your mom had that happen. Your really? mom, oh. I'm very, very close to his mom and dad. His, uh, Keanu's mom, like, had this dream about the guy, but she couldn't quite see him. And so <laughs> she was just all caught up in it. And, and I won't go into the whole story. Matter of fact, I will later. It led to her meeting your dad, which led to you being here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, parents. <laughs> Without that dream. That's but that crazy. dream's a big deal. So that's interesting. Maybe I'll just tell people the song is about Maureen Hughes then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. Really no, but when I first heard the song, honestly, I didn't know what it was about. And actually, now the music video makes even more sense to me. But it, there was something captivating about it and something real that's in there that just comes from you. Mm, and you. Um, And I love your music anyway. I really like this song a lot. Thank so, you so much. So you said yes to doing it here live. I didn't really have a chance. <laughs> I, or I didn't have a choice. Sorry, not a chance. True. But I love you, so of course I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that. And you guys get ready and, uh, and, and the acoustic version. Yes, the, with the live version of Fern. Yes, awesome. All right. 
Great. That was great. I loved uh, I loved how it's kind of unplugged and cool to hear you and get to watch you sing that song that way. And, uh, you know, part of what the song says, and tell me if I'm right, obviously, yeah. but part of it is is like there's a part of you that doesn't understand. Yes. You don't understand how you're so affected by this. It affects your thoughts. It affects the way you look at things. It affects how you experience things, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. That line of... Uh, um I don't understand why I see you everywhere, but you're not here. It's like this, like, uh, I want you to be here, but I, you're not, you know? Yeah, you know what it reminds me of, uh, Lauren, and you probably already knew this ahead of time, but Proverbs chapter 30 says there are three things that are too wonderful for me to understand. Four 
which are beyond uh, basically my comprehension. One is the way of the eagle in the sky, the other of the serpent on the rock, the other is ship in the middle of the sea. But number four, he said, I don't understand completely what happens when a young man is with a girl he loves. Mm. Uh, it just kind of cool that way, yeah. you know, I think. And so I think a lot of times we're going, man, love relationships are so hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Do you guys ever feel like they're hard? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We, we obviously know they're hard because we're single. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, so, Keanu, they're hard? They're hard for sure, yeah. I would say, I mean, relationships takes a lot of work no matter what. And sometimes, especially in a love, it's like the most amount of work that it's going to take. And so if you're, if you're not going to be able to put in the work, it's like it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but it takes a lot of work, you know. And, and work is sometimes hard, sometimes not, though. It, it can be a joy if it's the right person, though, you know. True. Oh, and I agree. Yeah, and hopefully, yeah, it is overall a joyous, and obviously, if it's the right person. Um, so here's the thing to think about. Um, when you Have you guys ever been friends with someone and you started to feel like that romantic attraction and you wondered, should I be in that or not because it might wreck my friendship? I don't know if I've ever been in that necessarily. Okay. What about you, Keanu? I, yeah, I think I have, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> so here's the thing. In the COVID crisis, you guys are both single. Do you find it harder to find somebody that you could maybe have a romantic relationship with? Do you find it more difficult now? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it's more difficult because... You can't just like go to a social gathering. You can't just hang out outside like a coffee shop. Because <laughs> that's where Christians hang out. Um, and it's like you can't just, you know, go out and about and just whimsically run into them, you know? Like there's no, Very true. like a lot of movies kind of romanticize that a little bit. And like, so I think sometimes in the back of our mind, we think, oh, like it'd be cool to like be at the mall or somewhere random and just like, oh, I like, I bumped into them and that was the one, you know? Um, that'd be crazy, right? Mall's uh, closed. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you can't do that, not anymore, with, with COVID at least. And, like, and if you can, you can't really see even what they look like. You're like, maybe she is the one? I don't know. Maybe she <laughs> isn't. I've never seen her, you know? I, I can't even see except for her eyes. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's harder for sure, I would say. You yeah. think so, too? Um, maybe it's because I'm not looking. It, maybe oh. it, that's why it, it feels, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I'm sure if I was looking... It would be it would be hard because of COVID for sure. Just the weird like I don't know where you stand. Like, do you want to hug me or do you want to <laughs> do you want to touch my elbow? I don't know. It just looks like this weird like okay, you know. So that's kind of where I stay with it. No, and I you know I I believe by the way I believe what you said. You're genuinely not looking. You know what's so interesting though? I find right now this is something I'm noticing that amongst people who are single, eh, very often they are looking, but then they don't want to be perceived as looking. True. Uh, would that yeah. be true? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's it's called true. the game, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Tracy, is that true? Okay. <laughs> Marlon, you can't answer because you're engaged. But, uh, but, but I feel like there's this tension out there, like you're kind of not supposed to be looking, and yet I feel like as a believer, it's not wrong. It's okay you're not right now. Yeah. But it's not wrong to be looking, right? I mean, no, do you think? not at all. Yeah, I feel like um, <clears throat> I am in a similar situation where I'm not, I would say actively looking, but I'm more passively looking, if that mm. makes sense. So, like, I'm not going out and about, like, oh, like, is this girl the one? Is that girl the one? Maybe I'm right. going to look for this one. Maybe I'm over here. I'm going to, like, check under this rock. No, <laughs> I'm not doing that, you know? <laughs> I'm not, like, checking. Um, but I'm kind of just, like, if it comes along, I'll, like, think about it. I'll be like, hmm, is this the person? Maybe this girl. I just met her randomly or something, you know? Um, but that's kind of where I'm at, I'd say. 
Yeah. Like passively. <laughs> okay. No, and that's not a bad place to be as a believer. I, by the way, get ready. I'm going to be talking about how to find the right person later, not today. But I'll tell you right now, the key, the key to finding the right person is to actually not look specifically for them, but to look for Jesus. So mm -hmm. it says in Matthew 6 that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So, so if you're passionately seeking Jesus, I think one day you'll go, whoa, there they are. And they'll look at you and go, oh, there they are. And that's how mm -hmm. you end up coming together, at least in the healthiest way, I think. Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, are, you're not praying for anybody right now, you both are saying? Uh, I feel like it's different. I feel like it's different. I could pray for my, like, husband, but I don't feel, like, actively, like, I'm looking. I'm, like, I'm looking for a boyfriend right now. That's not how I feel. Does that make sense? No, actually, it totally yeah. does. And actually, I think that's probably a good idea to, to always be praying. Because you know, Lauren, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. God already knows who it is. Yeah, crazy. So, do you ever, like, talk to him going, like, Dad? Okay, you know who he is. What's he doing right now? Like, I think that's a cool thing. Yeah, I think it's more so just like, I hope that he loves you so much right now. You know, it's like this, like, I hope that you're preparing him for, like, this relationship. And, and for myself, too. Um, I uh, have been reading in Proverbs and learning about um, prudent behavior, and I didn't know what that meant. And it's been, like, such a word, and, like, the theme of this year is prudence. And um, so I looked it up, and, like, the definition said, living in a way um, just in regards to your future. And I thought that was so cool because I'm such a, like all you guys know me, I'm such a blunt person. I have no filter. So I'm like, God, please give me like your filter so I like can learn how to be more of a prudent person um, because I don't realize the consequences of what I'm saying or what I'm doing, you know? And so I think that that kind of falls into just praying for like my future in general or, or in gen yeah, general. Um, so my husband, I'm praying for, you know, when I, not actively, I'm like, oh, I want a husband. I'm just like praying. Like when I think about it, yeah, I hope that he like loves you and I hope that he loves the church and that, you know, you're preparing him for me and I'm being prepared for him. So I love that. And I think that's what I wish every single person would do because um, what you're doing is you're praying for an actual person who's out there that God knows who they are. Yeah. And you really should pray for them. I mean, it just makes sense that you would pray for them and for them uh, one day and vice versa. But I always think finding the right person starts with being the right person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, too yeah. often it's like, I want a person who has all these attributes, which isn't wrong. But do I have those attributes? Am mm -hmm. I somebody that would be prepared or ready? Uh, don't you think so, Keanu? Oh, yeah. 100%. I feel like oftentimes... I'll do something similar like what Lauren was doing, you know, like I'll pray for my, you know, future spouse. And, um, it's, and then I'll also in that prayer, we'll <laughs> say, Lord, if the, I'm not ready, don't bring him close to me yet. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I want to be ready and not just like drop the ball, so to speak, or like mm -hmm. be unprepared, you know? Yeah. So I want, I want that for myself. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And you know, prudence is a big part of that. You mentioned it. Yeah. There's a passage in Proverbs that says, I wisdom dwell with prudence. So good. And so I have a sermon called Wisdom's Roommate, and mm -hmm. Wisdom's Roommate is Prudence. Oh, wow. Uh, which That's cool. We won't go into that right now. And some of you are Preach going. Preach it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people are going, That's so cheesy. <laughs> no, I don't think That's so. That's why I'm old. Anyway, yeah. But, you know, the whole idea of prudence is saying, you know, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's really, really wise. Yeah. Um, and to do a lot of introspection as you get ready for that moment that God brings that person into your life uh, is vital and important. So what kind of things do you want in the person uh, that you would meet one day? You've already mentioned a couple. What are mm -hmm. some other things, Lauren? Oh, man. Um, 
apart from obviously them loving Christ, um, someone who's kind, someone who's funny. I feel like, like I said, I have no filter, so I, I could wreck someone with my words on accident and I don't even know it. So someone who's funny. Um, oh, this is a new one. After listening to your podcast with Galen, uh, emotional intelligence, I feel Ooh. like it's huge. Um, someone who like knows how to serve a moment and like if there is conflict, knows how to address the conflict and knows like, oh, she's probably upset. So let's like talk about this. Um, I think that's super huge. Um, I think the biggest one would be that he just loves the church and believes in the body. And I think um, I got to always shout them out. Uh, Laura and Fred, I feel like they set that example so well of just like, mm-hmm. you know, like Laura's this like amazing singer and like, but she'll step down and like, you know, she'll let other people lead just like you were talking about in the other podcast. And same with Fred, like this guy is insane. People don't even know cause he's always behind the scenes. Um, but they're just so humble and they make each other better. And mm-hmm. that's like something I look for in someone's like, I want you to be better because of me and I want to be better because of you. And I don't want to be like someone completing me, you know, kind of situation. So yeah. Someone who loves the church, loves the body. Okay. That is really, really good. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse nine on talks about the two are better than one. And it goes Mm -hmm. on to really teach because they're better together than apart. Yeah. And so, yeah, one of the signs you're with the person God wants you to be with is you are better together than apart. Yeah. Uh, And you make each other stronger. You make each other more uh, self-aware you know, of what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, inside you. Um, and, uh, Pam does that for me. There's no doubt that you guys all know Pam, but she definitely makes me better by being with her. So what are some things you're looking for? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Number one, like Lauren had said, they have to love the Lord, have to love the Lord. Uh-huh. And in doing so, obviously they love the church, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would say that's definitely a top priority. Um, other things is I, this, I guess, I don't know if this is personal. Uh, I guess we're getting personal out here. Uh, but I just like, a, like someone who is, um, I think more extroverted since I'm more introverted. That's good. And I don't know if that's like a opposite to track kind of vibe or whatever, but, um, that's just something that I'm like, oh, that's like, uh, I don't know, attractive to me. And, and um, just like the idea of someone who's more extroverted or more lively and like upbeat, you know, uh, I definitely feel like I'm very, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say the word slow because that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe meek. I'm just like, I think I'm very calm. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I think having the other side of like, oh, like being upbeat would be cool. I don't know. Um, but other than that, definitely like, um, I think there's this idea that I really like, and it's like, I think support is a cool word, but it's a little, it falls a little short of what I'm thinking of when I'm thinking of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, um, support is cool. Like to support your significant other. But I think there's this word, I kind of just use the word champion or championship. It's kind of like a mixture for me of like repping a brand, but also being like a cheerleader and like supporting somebody and like wanting to put wind mm-hmm. in someone's sails to do something, you know, like if, if like my significant other was just like, I really want to start a company. It's like, I want to back you up and support that. However mm-hmm. I can, I want to champion you in that, you know? Um, and I think that's like a really cool aspect that I'm looking for also in somebody else who would want to support me in, in my aspirations or whatever it is, you know? Um, but that's what, what I, I guess, find attractive <laughs> and looking good. for. Yeah, that really is good. really cool. I actually have never heard it put that way, but it, 
it makes so much sense. By the way, I just have to give you props because um, you started out by saying you want to support them. So many people are saying, well, I want somebody who will support yeah. me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did so you guys true. love how he starts out with, no, I want to support them. I want to yeah. cheer them on. I want to see them fulfill their dreams mm -hmm. and hopes and desires and giftedness. And and then you then you said me too, which is healthy. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was really good. By the way, uh, just so you know, if I were to say take a word that I think it describes you, I think you're measured. Um, I made a joke that, that I was going to try to rattle you, and I wasn't really going to do it. But I told Lauren, yeah, I'm going to do this to Keanu. And we both said, but no, but you don't get rattled. Yeah. Uh, you just, you know, you, you're, you're solid. You're there, and I love that about you. We respect that in you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, That's cool. But, but I love that idea that, you know, you're someone who wants to cheer someone on. Um, I always hope for the people and, and that I see coming up, getting ready to get married, that they have someone who wants them to fulfill their greatest desires, dreams, mm -hmm. and hopes, and uh, and their God-given calling, mm -hmm. and uh, not be one who holds them back from that, but yeah. propels them forward to that, which to me is a sign, again, of God bringing two people together. So I think that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I believe, just so you know, and I'll be teaching on this later, there are 15 non-negotiables the Bible says someone ought to be before they get married and be in the person you marry. Mm -hmm. Then you also should have what I call the negotiables, the things you look for too. Uh, the things you go, man, I would really like that to be in them. Uh, so it could be like, uh, uh, the Bible doesn't say you have to marry somebody musical, but you right. guys might want to be with somebody musical. Uh, and that's that's a, a thing you'd say, Lord, that's yeah. what I'd really like too. So what, what are some of those? Some of the things you kind of kind of hope are there for them and then oh man uh I, I think musical for sure I mean I don't it's okay if they're not like I'm not saying you don't have to be but I think a negotiable would probably be like yeah that'd be like a bonus like if they understand music and like we can play a song together I don't know like I don't do you know what I mean I don't yeah. know I don't know what else. I can't yeah. think of that man. You just kind of hit it on the head, so. I know you kind of you kind of nailed most of them. I feel like <laughs> just, just the one, just musical. That's it. Musical. Uh, I'm, no, I'm sure there are other things. I mean, it's hard to say like non-negotiable because I feel like except for the biblical ones, mm -hmm. um, anything else is in a sense negotiable. I suppose. Like I feel like if if it's a person I like uh, like and really want to continue a relationship with, it's like kind of like hey, like as long as they're like Christ-centered. I, it doesn't matter what they do. They could be like, I like making wicker baskets. Like, okay, that's awesome. Like, let's make wicker baskets together. That's cool. You know? I feel that. I feel like lately I'm like, I don't know. I, like, I love the musical side, and I, but I'm like, they would just be like me if they loved music, and then we would only do music, and that's it, which is cool. I'd be awesome. But I'm like, yeah, if they want to make wicker baskets, like, that's awesome too. Like, I don't know. Something, like, is, like, very niche about, like, having someone who does something, like, that is their own and, like, that you can also, like, champion them with. Like, that's really special too, mm -hmm. which I think would be cool. Okay, so that actually is one of the things you're saying. You want them to have something that's their own, something oh, yeah. that they love and they're, they're passionate about, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like that would be cool. I would yeah. feel like that would be cool to be able to support them in that. Something that I, like, have no idea about. Like, teach me about yo-yos, your yo-yo collection. I would love to know about your yo-yo collection. Okay, that yeah. is, like, so cool. Okay, maybe not yo-yo collection. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> well, I'm still on the wicker basket thing. <laughs> so, yeah. so if you know how to make wicker baskets, I've got two people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, I'm totally kidding. So random. Come maybe on. I'm not. 
Uh, <laughs> no, here's that. Here's the the question uh, I was asked to ask you guys, and you knew they knew this ahead of time it was coming. But the fact that you said you want someone who loves the church, which mm-hmm. obviously that is so cool, and and Jesus would want that because it's yeah. his bride. But that means that you'd be dating somebody in the church. Mm-hmm. So what advice will you give, or or do you think is good advice to take? Yeah. about how you would go into dating somebody who's a part of your church family. Mm, yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing about dating in the church is become friends with the person that you're about to date um, or not date. I'm, I think you might go into this friendship being like, you know what? I actually don't know if I want to date this person. Um, I think a big thing is like going out in groups and seeing how they react in group settings, seeing if you like even mesh. Um, I think a lot of people go into relationships and really quick and it's like, oh, no, this isn't working. Um, and then things end and you have ministry the next day and you have to see that person and it's kind of awkward. So I think that'd be my biggest advice is like having that foundation of friendship. Um, because I mean, I mean, both of us have had to go through that of just like this awkwardness of like, all right, I'm going to see this person that we just broke up and we have to see each other at church. And that's just the reality of it. But we have that friendship foundation of like, hey, I still love you as a friend and like, you know, I, I care about you and we're going to just serve God together still, even if it's like a little awkward and, you know, I'm like kind of scared, but it's okay. <laughs> so I think that'd be like a good advice for someone who was looking today in the church. Yeah. I, I I'm going to reiterate uh, number one, be a, fr- be a good friend yeah. first. Yeah. I think super important. And that way your, your motives are good. Oh yeah. You know, the motives are right. And then the other thing I would say, I love that you said is, is the more you do in groups, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and I've always gotten concerned when I watch and you guys have seen this happen where you have a friend and they get with somebody else and they fade away on their own yeah. and they lose the, the accountability, but they, they lose the idea of growing together and, and being mm-hmm. with others. And it's, you know, to me, like being in a group of people, uh, mm-hmm. is really, really powerful, important and protective. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, sure. and I want to see you guys protected. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say? Oh man, good question. Group for sure is something that I agree on. Like, like definitely uh, getting to know them as a friend and then growing in a group is is really cool. And I think that's really, um, like you said, powerful. Um, I th- I would say, I don't know how best to say this. Let's just like not make dating in the church weird or awkward. <laughs> Cause it's super like, like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like it can be really weird or really awkward. And I think, um, I kind of like, I kind of just like things the way they are, if that makes sense, like a a straightforwardness, I guess a little bit. Um, but like, if you're going on a date, just say you're going to go on a date. Mm. Like, you know, like if you're like, Hey, can I take you on a date? I think that's better than like, hey, you want to get like maybe coffee sometime at maybe 3 p.m.? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> you know? It's just a hang though, you know? It's just like, oh, like if you like her or if she likes you or whatever, you know, um, I feel like that's like clarity. Like clarity yeah. is so mm-hmm. important and you don't want to be like, oh, like I'm, um, I don't know. I'm just going to like kind of leave her hanging and just be like, oh, I guess we're going to go on like one little hangout and I don't know. It's not really a date. We're kind of like talking or whatever, you know, these weird oh, phrases gosh, that yeah. get thrown around in church all the time and outside of church. I'm sure they, they do probably. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I really don't know on that one if they do, <laughs> but um, I, I think for sure, just like getting clarity on things like that. Like, hey, That's like good. if you like a girl, just tell her, hey, want to go on a date and then be clear and up front and it doesn't have to be weird or awkward after that you know 
No, I think that's super important because they, a lot of people, they hem and haw and hedge around because they don't have the courage. To, they're afraid they're going to turn down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hey, you want to hang out? You know, and they're like, uh, I don't know. And, oh, I didn't really mean it that way. Well, yes, you did. <laughs> you're a liar at that point. <laughs> so so you're saying, and I and not not meanly, just, hey, actually state your intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly. so good. Yeah, I feel like there's this, like, weird, like, people don't like to get turned down, like, obviously, but I feel like at the church, like, we're in a very safe space, and it's, like, everyone is friends, it's, like, kind of weird, it's, like, everyone kind of, when I came, it was, like, oh, uh, they dated them, and they dated them, so I'm, like, it's kind of, like, do I hang out with them, do I not, um, so I feel like, yeah, clarity is so mm-hmm. huge, it's just, like, if you are interested, just be straightforward, I feel like people are very, like, they like to, like, kind of tiptoe around the issue and then someone ends up getting hurt. So I think that's really good advice. I think it's really good advice. One of the other pieces of advice I give is if you are actually dating somebody, then you guys come to church together. It's a really good idea before you come in to pray Mm. and say, Lord, who are you going to give us a chance to bless today? Mm, And then separate. This is a big one separate and go out and, and talk to people and share with them and see where God could use you. And then when you meet up again, you could go, what, what did God do with you? And you guys can celebrate and it makes your relationship now focused on Christ, but better. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. I like that idea of like separating during the service to serve at the service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then regrouping, I guess, because you know, at the end of the night, you just go back and get dinner or something, you know, together. And then you can have something like interesting and fun and Christ-centered to talk about. Yeah, it's the idea, and it does. It makes you, it gives you something to actually share in that's pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, so here's the question I'm going to ask you guys: Do you know what the 15 non-negotiables are that the Bible says you should be in you and should be in the other person? And by the way, even if you're married, (laughs) you want these in your marriage. So here's the thing: We're going to tell you that later. So what do you think they are? Think about it. Talk about it with friends. See if you know. You probably will get some of them right away. Others you may not. But uh, we'll be digging into those later. But Lauren, I love that song, and I love all your music. Thank you so much. You're so kind. And to find your music, they would go to? Um, Spotify, Apple, YouTube. I think and that's it. Search? Yeah, Lauren Pruess. Lauren Pruess. P-R-E-U-S-S. It's a yeah. hard last one. Last yeah. name. Yeah. And by the way, Lauren's more than once said that she can be blunt, and I want to attest, you can. (laughs) (laughs) But it's good. It's really, really good. I just know never to try to one-up Lauren because she's smarter than I am. I would never. I would never with you. Never. Okay, that's good. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. And I love both you guys. We love you too. Thanks. All right. God bless you guys, and we'll be back in a week.